don't have experience with that one. Okay, no, so let's let's do your version. Go ahead and spell the channel out. We're going to type it in. Okay, I think the better one is B-H-O-O-P-U. Boy, Haupt, yeah. Octopus, Octopus, Pussy, Undressing. All right, <laughs> I'm going to go search for that. Uh, it's H-O-O-P-U. All right, hang on. It's I gotta, um, oh. clearly Hindu, Hindi. All right. Poo poo. I see one subscriber, one video. Um, it says four thousand and one views. Correct. Well, I'm looking. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me try this one. Okay. That's the welcome video. Am I close? Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, joystick. Okay. I see joystick. Joystick comedy right. joystick full movie. Joystick comedy full movie. Okay, all right. So there we go. So I, I, okay, I don't not plural audience. Sorry, I got gotcha. you. All right. So this version we're not seeing it's not plural. It's not the version that's been viewed two million times, but it is a version. Right. So go click on that and click pause. Right when you see the star, the the sunny clouds, meaning another quality movie is coming your way. Yeah. Yeah. Quality movie with clouds, blue clouds. Okay, so we got Joystick Comedy, full movie, 2017. This is courtesy of the channel Boo uh, Poo, B-H-O-O-P-U. Yeah. Wow, with boy, helped, octopus, octopus, pussy underground. Uh, pussy underground, better, that's better. Pussy underwear. That's better. I'm killing it. Uh, all right, so we're going to go play. Do you, do you need to do the computer now, Let's Paul? Tweet that out. All right. So why don't we have Paul do the countdown for us? Oh, Paul's here. Great. Hey, Carl. What's happening, buddy? (laughs) What's happening, my man? All right. Here we go, folks. Get your finger a-hovering and want to do a countdown from three, two, one, play. That's perfect. He's great, isn't he? He has a radio voice. It's the thing. Yeah, he has a voice for radio. How much is he? Is he expensive? But, uh, uh, so we're watching Donovici. See, Donovici was the other channel. Kick. They just took the other the uh, posting from the other channel. The other channel goes straight into the video game. It doesn't do all this. Uh, oh, this is very this important. Part of the experience. Look, a roll of film could look like an F and a J or a tie. Jensen Farley Pictures. Jensen Farley. Jensen. <laughs> Call me by my first name. Farley. That's too Farley. Benson's gone too Farley. All right, pole position. I recognize this game. Right away, I have to tell you, and especially the audience, all these games are real. It's not yeah. some movie bullshit. That's yeah. one of the great things about this film. You're going to see Pac-Man and That's Super Pac-Man. That's Moon Patrol. We're watching Moon Patrol right now. It's a real video Don game. Don Baker. Oh, that's Galaxian. That is uh, the one with the crazy joystick. Oh, so now, look to- at her hair, okay. Mike. Yes. She is, I mean, 19, late 1970s was yesterday to this year, right? Right, so 83. I'll, I'll accept that. She is a leftover, even though she's a young Fender. one. That hair, that attitude. 
uh, uh, um, workout clothes are on, right? Right. She's the wrong 70s for this movie. This is 83. Well, she's a California girl, Centipede. Bingo. You know, so that's... It was shot all in L.A., by the way. Yeah, so, you know, Carl, I read a lot about this movie, too. I, I saw the poster in 1983 at the our movie house in Montclair, New Jersey. The Wilmot uh-huh. was showing it. And it has a very famous movie poster where it's these two women who are, look like this woman right now. And they're, yes. they're grabbing a joystick of a video arcade machine. And unbeknownst to them, in the change booth, there's a little guy sticking his head out <laughs> looking at their muffs. You know what? This movie should be gay. Right? Joysticks. And then instead of these two women in shorts, they'll just be these guys with big cocks. And the guy's like glory hole, like length anyway, in that poster. It's backwards glory hole. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to see the now guy's look, that is the flat. That is the fat slob character of this. He's like a video game expert who maintains the key to the arcade. And his name is Jonathan Andrew McDorfus uh-huh. in the movie. And they call him Dorfus, like doofus. Oh, I see. But you have to really know that. Graydon Clark. This guy is incredible. He made three movie movies expert. this year. Yeah. He directed this movie, but he directed Joe Don Baker in a parody of Psycho called Wacko. And then he did a serious crime film with Joe Don. And they did it in like two years. This is like the third movie he's done with him. Beautiful. This is what California This movie was shot in like 13 days or three weeks, depending on which internet version you believe. This is like a nerd character. Uh, his name is uh, Eugene Broby. He's played by a guy named Leaf Green, which I always thought was funny because like, it sounds yeah, like green leaves, you know? He needs to smoke a couple green leaves to uh, sit through this movie. Leafy greens. I gotta tell you something. He does a good job as a nerd, Mike, but you can tell he's not really a nerd. He, he's he, pretending. He's like a jock uh, acting, a jock actor. That's the problem with mm-hmm. jock actors is that you can tell when they play nerds there's a little bit of jock in them. Uh oh. They're showing the boobies. And these are 70s. They're tanking yeah. them. Uh, my nerd braid is exploding. They just pulled them Those down. Those are like 22 year old Come on over. I'll say. It's Mike, just, I want to say something about the day. You saw how petite those boobs were, yeah, right? Uh-huh. You know if that was shot in 2017, 2018, right. it would have been the nicest rack of cans that you could buy. It would be very taunt and tan, I'm sure. <laughs> Nothing but perfection. Okay, so Keep talking, girl. this scene right here was shot without a permit, without any permission. Okay? And they're just on the street doing this in L.A. And roll them. And cars would come by and go around. Okay, now, girls, I don't have too much time. So what's happened is these girls have, have found out that he works at the arcade. He's Wait, like, the uh, video game arcade? An employee there. So he's picking, oh, my God, the actor's touching the actual nipples. He's touching their nipples. He really is. Yeah. No, I'm glad I wasn't the director of this film because I would have fucked it up. I would have made horn sounds. <laughs> Ahuga. You would have been like, okay, now I want you to touch her nipple and say, oh, it must be cold. And say it must be cold every time you reference her nipples. And go. <laughs> it must be cold. Okay, we got you. All right. He's burning in his face. 
Okay, now, what they did is they talked to themselves privately, and they're like, listen, let's just give this nerd a free ride for a little while, and, you know, he'll let us into the arcade, we can be close up with the owner, I'll tell you the team later, stuff like that, like, you'll get in good at the arcade. By doing what, showing their boobies, and then, like... But yeah, like rubbing up on him. He's the, so he's like, um, they have he's, hey, the he had a nickname for his pee pee. I should have told you to listen. Uh, okay, they got to turn the sound on. Maybe it comes up right now. It's a dumb way. Took a fixed Polaroid picture. Don't. Yes. Oh, look, here comes finally. You see this cop? That's real. Oh, yeah, they the just. Came and they gave him, like, kiss ass star treatment. Hey, hey. Wow, his pink uh, pants. So, all right, so this movie is mentioned in a couple films, books. There's a great book called Punk Rock Movies, which talks about every film that has punk rockers in it. And they talk right. about Surf 2 a lot. And they actually interviewed the uh, the villain in this movie, King Vidiot, who is, of course, a punk rocker with his team of punk rockers. And that actor himself is actually Napoleon Dynamite. I read an interview with him recently in Shock uh, Cinema. John Lewis. Really? Yeah. He's the creepy uncle. And, uh, wow, look at this. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm so sorry. I thought you meant Napoleon Dynamite himself. No, yeah, it's yeah. creepy uncle, right. Right, the uncle. He's the punk. Yeah. I don't think John... He's good. He's good. Yeah. Play me. Okay, I got to tell you for a plot point. On the left there yes. is like the daughter of our heavy, of our back bad guy okay okay the bad guy he's been like uh he's like a pillar of the community and he just hates his daughter being there and he makes a lot of trouble for them now you see the guy talking with the thin tie the thin 80 yeah, tie yeah the thin 80 ties and the thin 80 short sleeve shirt yeah tie. this is our hero and um he was in Star Trek I mean like when I saw his face that's what I remembered him do you remember the scene from Star Trek Star Trek the TV show and our movie? It's Star Trek the third movie, The Search for Spa. Oh. He was with her in the... You're probably not a geek like me that likes Star Trek so much. No, I, I see. I really love it, and... I like Star Trek. He was in the Transporter Ooh, Wizard of War or something. Look at that woman playing Wizard of War. I've never seen a woman play Wizard of War before. <laughs> That's a two-player game. Look, she's totally nerding out on him. The nerd-recognized nerd. Right, and he's got no pants on, you know, yeah. got, they got ripped off. So a nerd walks into a bar pantsless. Now, our hero here, he's the head of the arcade while his grandfather is gone, okay? What's with the malt shop behind them? What? There's like a 1950s malt shop. Like, that's what I didn't notice that. Uh, it's not a bar. By the way, this arcade is not a real place. They made it in yeah. a warehouse. No, I, I read so. that in, the, in their interviews. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you'll see exterior shots of the arcade, um, especially a lot of them with our punk hero yeah. and uh, or bad guy. And um, look, see how they're rubbing his peepee. Right, and look they at literally that. are. <laughs> well, they could be stunt hands. You hire prostitutes to do those close-up shots because they're used, they're used, <laughs> they know what to do. And then you write off no. the prostitutes as a tax expense. Look at him right there. You see him? No, you walk, can walk, tell walk. that he's not really a nerd. Can we, can he's a cool guy in nerd costume. Can we address the elephant in the room? 
we just had a Pac-Man cutaway, right, with the picture of Pac-Man going, and we watched. Yeah, dozen, you'll see that throughout this entire film. And right. we've seen a dozen footage from a dozen video games, and we see the video games in here. Do you think the producers paid any money or called any? How eighties is that? <laughs> Oh, he's back to normal. God, the cocaine okay. back then. Now, he, he's about to encounter Dorfus, the one who's in the poster that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. He's the Bluto of uh, Joysticks. Look at him. He leaves him. Right. Oh, he's a fat guy. They're going for gross out here. But he generally looks gross. Excuse me, young man. Would, you've got to stop playing the games. We're dancing in the streets. We covered this song. Dancing in the streets for the six. Yeah, he's acting, Carl. Okay, now this guy is uh, Jim Leaf Greenleaf. Jim Greenleaf. He's a flat, uh, fat swab character. He's a video game expert. So this guy, right, he was first on the Gong Show. He did a skit of, like, a ping-pong match in slow motion, and it got the attention of Norman Lear, of all people. And he called him and gave him a, a lead role in the show called All That Glitters. That It was a hit. But uh-huh. you and I know him from Surf 2. Oh, do tell. Well, he's one of those gross fat boys. Remember they were eating yeah. disgusting stuff on the beach? Were they zombies, or were they just eating? No, they were the two they were just eating. They were in zombies. Right. I think it was like uh, sandwiches and yeah. stuff. And well, he's breaking into a Pac-Man machine. That is well, no. He's, he, he opened it up, and he looked at the technical thing about it, and he's seeing what the sticks, you see. He's like, what can I stick my dick in? No. And you get, like, half the number of presents that all your friends are getting. That that's you know it's about relative. It's about rel. But so uh, I know you get zero, but I'm not talking about you. You're not a Christmas baby, are you? I'm. What is with you, man? Contrarian as ever. Uh, I'm just you know. So do do you not? 2019. Look, all right, all right. So uh, can he take ten minutes talking about what a hard life you have so we can get on with the fucking show? I don't need to. Yeah, okay. You just need to snip every once in a while. Okay, so for those of you who aren't well, getting you, the cloud. Well, what I'm saying is you should be grateful getting anything because some people don't get anything. So whether right, you, know, but, you get to so, celebrate. But imperfect to, humans as we are, we, yeah. we get presents. And there's this. So do you not understand the, the complaint that Christmas babies have? Is that what you're saying to me? That you have no, you cannot comprehend what I'm not are. saying I can't comprehend. Okay, I so just then you don't pity them. Oh, you don't, yeah. I'm not asking you to pity them. You are. I, you're kind of asking me to pity them. No, I'm not asking you to pity them. I'm asking uh, if you understand the. I, they didn't get two presents. Okay. They, they only got one. I don't ask your pity. I two. ask for your. For your uh, see, here's the thing you want to reverse pity. That's what's going on here. That you want everyone to pity you. You want to. This I don't know why, but this has suddenly become a dick measuring contest for you because I was talking about fictitious Christmas and New Year's people, and you are so hurt about your childhood that you had to immediately talk about. Well, I never got no presents at all. They should be happy with what they got. So all right, tough guy. All right, all right. right. Let's bring it to a fictional world since you're apparently talking about fictitious people. Well. 
in this fictional world, there will other be people who don't get presents at all. Okay, we all understand and that. <laughs> we all understand that. Do you also understand the point that people? Do you understand the 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 uh, social complaint that people have about being born I've close already, to Christmas? Yeah, yes, I've already I've already said I understand that because my okay. younger brother is born. Yes, on the eleventh. So I was born in July, so I get a present in, for Christmas on Christmas and a separate one in July for my birthday. And people born on like Christmas Day and or close enough to it, they sort of people show up and say it's for Christmas and your birthday, and they're like, "That's fucked up, man." So, so with that, they claim that they have the worst birthday of all. New I Year's think, babies. New, this isn't about presents. This isn't about your life. I'm Kenny. not talking about my life. Okay. I'm talking about the fact that yes. They may seem that it has the worst birthday ever, but they should still be grateful for whatever they're getting. Right. So, uh, regardless, but, right. regardless, I'm sure they are grateful. You know, they are grateful. No, apparently in this, you know, this world, they're not grateful because apparently they're they're complaining without, you know, thinking about others. Uh, so it's their birthday. Uh, I don't know if they're thinking about others. Uh, they should probably be better at math. Uh, they should probably clean their rooms. I'm talking so, about. I'm talking about so, fictitious people, man. You well, don't know if they're not. They. I'm sure they said thank you. Technically, why? Th why is uh? You are the worst why, audience to tell a joke to. Why? Why should we celebrate birthdays in the first place? Once again, getting back to Kenny. What's so, what's so special about the birthday? You know, why why is it more special? Give me your explanation. Holy shit. I didn't know I had to break down all of fucking civilization and society to tell this one-minute little anecdote. We had a one-minute anecdote we could be done with if you would just be the slightest bit cooperative in conversation. I am. I'm arguing with you. That's not, uh, <laughs> which is the opposite of cooperative, right? Huh? All right, get on with your shit. Get shit. On with your so, shit. so do you? Can you? Can you take apart the Kenny McLeod and just answer like a normal person? And you, you get. I am answering like a normal person. No, you're not. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Why? Just because I am answering. Could so, you put the phone a so little? So I'm not normal. Could you plant a little phone a little more on you? You are sitting all tense. All, you were like sitting like church lady there with your all tense. So. uh so they claim this isn't about can I just tell the fucking story already I'm not saying anything uh, so they claim that they have the worst birthday of all the Christmas baby has the worst uh -huh. birthday New Year's babies say no we have the worst birthday of all because everyone at our party can't wait and leave and go to a better party oh shit all right. Did you hear that part? You know what's crazy? You're telling me two complaints about two different peoples on their birthday and then get upset when I bring in my point of view from my birthday angle. Because we were t I was telling a story that really had nothing to do with Kenny. That's why. And you had to interject that you never got presents. But, you know, I'm just looking at it from a perspective that a lot of other people who normally don't get talked about because you don't really talk about the right people who don't i get did not of. mention march 12th yeah. babies at all i know i did not mention the march 12th babies i did not mention you october 6th babies i haven't said shit about august babies at all 
So that being said, the New Year's baby has a has a uh, a point because basically, all of New Year's is filled with people who are just here for a drink or two and are going to split to some cooler party. And that's is like in the mind of everyone is like there is a cooler party I could be at right now. Like New Year's is infused with that feeling. And uh, for that reason, no one's actually having a good time of that and many other reasons. There's so much expectation and everything. And it's a stupid fucking party you know i did a night out you know forced holiday mm. um and so new year's i see it as like the worst party of the year most because everyone no matter where you're at they can't wait to go somewhere cooler or more fun or that's really happening to the point that you go to like your corner bar and they're like oh it's 25 bucks to get in tonight because it's new year's man f- fuck you but isn't you know? isn't that on the person you know what i'm saying it's uh, it, it 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 surely is, but it's on every single person. And just because you're all cool with it in your Kenny McLeod way, you can observe out there that man, everyone is like, you can tell by the way they're acting that they are like looking to either hear about or get on to some other party that they're gonna be supposed to be at. But the and fact it, is, you look at it in the social media today. Everybody wants to be doing the hottest, newest shit around. And right. They want to have it posted. So times a hundred on New Year's. You know. So obviously, especially on New Year's Day, there's a lot of aspects of the show out. Where am I in a hotter place? And is there a hotter place to get to, et cetera, et cetera? But I feel that that is the problem nowadays. It's just like uh, what we were saying earlier. Um, you know about how. You know, social media has been changing the behavioral construct of humans as we get older and, you know, and our younger, the next generation, it's reducing their thinking capabilities to basically zilch because they don't, they're not able to react quick enough to understand the process of, hey man, maybe, you know, I should put down my phone and stop chasing something. Maybe I should live in the moment for a second. Yeah, they're like, they're, it's impossible. Someone posted a picture of this, like, it was like a, this says it all sort of caption with a guy, a young guy sitting with his back to the pyramids, looking at his cell phone. And it's like, dude, the fucking pyramids, man. And uh, there's something about that. I mean, I remember quite a few. uh, It seems like actually at every um, celebration of like the Team One or some major parade or World Series thing that everyone's walking around with their phone out. So like everyone's videographing the fucking thing and no one's actually there experiencing it. I can also contradict myself to say, especially you're good at contradicting yourself. In the entertainment industry, isn't that isn't that our ideal challenge? Be able to have make somebody put down their phone and watch you enjoy your work for what it is at that moment. It, what are you saying? Is that like the ultimate challenge or something or, or something? I yeah. mean, isn't it? Uh, surely, yeah. People will pick up their phones like when you're at like uh, there were people on the phones tonight at the little open mic. That? Is it? I feel exactly the same way that it's like, hey, could you experience real life for a few minutes? And it's like, I know I'm not, um, 
uh, certainly not always killing it. I'm not mm-hmm. always the funniest guy. It's not always your type of thing. But there is a minimal amount of like, could I at least get your attention? Even though sometimes I almost wish they would look at their phones because then like they'd stop staring at me for how bad I'm. Like this is going badly, and yeah. and the blank looks on everyone's <laughs> faces. It yeah, it's tough on me too because now I have to people. I have to look people in the eye. Um, maybe I can look at my phone and get away from this uncomfortable feeling. But there's something about that too that's like. Um, I've even seen people do that Like in the moment They're laughing Whatever And they just like Instantly reach their phone And flip it on And something And it's like Man they can't even Even like Something they want to do They still are grabbing At their phone I mean there was someone At yoga class The other day This hot yoga class It's a really good class Yoga Yoga you sound like and you they every, and then so what and then uh, you know they were flipping at their phone every once in a while and it's like dude you're fucking like this yoga is all about like the now and what you're experiencing and just be with the discomfort and you know think your thoughts and let your mind but also, in, in tune with your breath and just flipping at the phone it's like oh because man. i am in this new generation i do enjoy my phone a lot i do, I do too for a lot you know I do sometimes too. yeah like i want to be on it you know what i'm saying and it's just like if you're boring me then yeah i'd rather be doing something with my mind that intrigues me well, you should uh, learn the intriguement of um, discomfort and and the boredom. You know, boredom is not this terrible thing you should never, ever, ever experience. It's something you should be able to, like, totally cope with. Well, and yeah, yeah. It's not—I'm not saying that it's not— you know, it's not in a situation where you don't have to cope with boredom. It's a situation where you can cope with it, yes. But do you have to right now? Like, like let's say I pay $5 to go to this show. And I, you know, like, I'm not having my phone out, no nothing. This guy is bombing. At that point, it's like, well, I just spent five dollars. This guy's not funny. Nobody's laughing. Nobody pays five dollars for to be. I'm in an just open being. Room. Hey, hey, hey! It's just a hypothetical oh. fiction well, world. Well, well, that fictiony yeah. world. Suddenly, you infused money into it when. Uh, okay, he paid a certain amount to go to a show. If he, it's a show, he, he he paid he paid for this enjoyment, this entertainment, this thing that was said that he was gonna get, you know. If it's a show, I'm probably doing my better material than shit that well, just happened. I'm not even talking about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, a show. Why are, why are you putting your mat into it? I mean, because we weren't. Saying? I was talking because I talked specifically about what happened tonight uh, when people and you asked me. I'll tell you why. Because you asked me how I feel about it as an artist. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, but then I switch into a hypothetical. Oh, okay. Um, well, I well if, done, it's sh- if it's a show, it's a so, different thing. No, no, I'm saying, but like, so he goes into this show, right? And, you know, you're expecting a certain quality of level, even if it's not the greatest. You know, you're still expecting that. Right. And he does show, pay respect, you uh, know what I'm saying? I just want to point out that a show and everything is, is changing the dynamics of my anecdote significantly. I know. Yeah. I am changing the dynamics okay. of your antidote significantly. Okay. I just jumped off. It's going to lose Okay, back go in. on. Okay. All right. <laughs> Are you ready for me to go? <laughs> see how irritating <laughs> it is? Now do you see? Go on, please. I'm sorry. Well, well. So he changes. Oh, uh, fuck. I almost forgot what I was saying. So, yeah. So he, he does all that 
transaction that we just figured out a few minutes ago. I'm not gonna go back into it. And then he's sitting there and he's watching this and he's like, in his mind, he's like, this is a waste of time, etc., etc. At that point, you know, you've already lost him. How is it, how is it different, you know, than if you've already lost him and he decides to go, how is it different from, alright, you've lost him in a greater aspect or uh, maybe a smaller aspect, like you're just talking to somebody in a conversation one day, you've already lost them, and they go to their phone, how is that different depending on the levels, you know? Uh, I'll tell you how it's different, so imagine a thousand years ago when you really had no option but to listen. Yes. And um, uh, so I lost you for a second. Well, maybe you should tune the fuck back in. And but why? Uh, you see, okay. a thousand years so ago, if you people ask, tuned in. If you want to, well, they why didn't gain anything? Yeah, they did because that's sort of like the price you pay. And we're not, and we're not tuning out. We're just tuning into something different. Okay, so back to my answer is the same. Uh, so like the 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 what we're why why the connection? We we have this illusion that we don't need each other and that we don't need to be with but each other. I don't other. also agree with that either. Well, you're a hundred percent wrong. Um, <laughs> no, I think I'm not. You don't need other people. No, no, I don't think people don't people have that connection where they don't need each other. I think people feel like they need other people much, like a lot. But the fact is, it's also harder to get in contact and talk to other people than it was before when you didn't have any distractions. Well, now you have right. those distractions, you know. So by denying me, you bring it to the exact point. No, that no, I'm you making. just said you just said you think people feel like they don't need each other. I think right. the complete opposite. You, you think people don't feel... No, I think people do know that they need each other. Or, or, cite, cite, cite an example. For example... Alright, let's see, let's see. Um, people know nowadays you can't normally get by, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, no, I don't had, know what you're saying. We had a zombie conversation the other day. He was yeah. talking about how you would need to find some other people, you know, to help you out so that you can trade and survive and stuff like that. That's just an example of you knowing that you're going to need somebody in a situation, even if it's a hypothetical situation that's in your core. And I feel like even though people may put up a front nowadays and stuff like that, just because you kind of have to because of the social media area, people don't lose hope. It's like even when I go back home, you know what I'm saying? My mom is always saying, hey, you need somebody in your life to look out for you and have your back. It's just like family. You know, yeah. but it's thick in the water. This is the same concept of you needing somebody to have your back. It's just a different concept than it was back then and now. Because it's like back then, if somebody were to stab you in the back, you know what I'm saying, it would be okay. You'd probably take it, you know what I'm saying? You'd probably guys get over it. You guys would come back together a little bit later and probably laugh about it later. That's different now then, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just something, I mean, it could happen. It just depends on the possibility of what happened. But it's also something that, you know, it's always going to be there and documented to be there. All right, that was pretty rambling, and I'm not sure I could draw a straight line from what you meant and where you concluded. Um, well, in my experience, people definitely take this very much uh, everybody front themselves thing. It's a much, uh, I think a lot more people live under the illusion 
that they're an individual and they don't need other people that they you know I know what to do and I you know it's too easy to get in your car and drive away by yourself and go somewhere like um, you know people didn't have the independence people needed to be surrounded by people they know because if they were surrounded by people that they didn't know it was very da- dangerous you're probably getting sold into slavery someone might kill you you're gonna get married off to another tribe you know familiarity and getting along with people and being stuck with those people and having to get along you know the only distractions you had were like whittling you know <laughs> you know building a hut you know but even stuff like that you would need all the villagers to, to go hunt and all the villagers to maintain you needed to get along you didn't have the option to be oh man i don't i don't He's talking about that again. I'm tuning out. Where's my fucking... uh, I'm going to update my Facebook, you know? Like, you you had to stay connected with people. You had to bond with people. But people are You had to have long conversations with people. I feel like you're you're just neglecting the fact that people are more connected now than they've ever been. Example, like, thousands of years ago, if you were in a village... You didn't know what was going on around you. Maybe in your immediate, but like countries around you. Yeah, 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 you had yeah. No idea. Yeah, they. Jesus had no idea there was a China. You, you know? know what I'm saying? Something could have really fucked shit up out there that fucked everybody else up, but you didn't know, and that could have affected yeah. you. So you that's know? one kind of connection, like the worldwide connection. But then, like, who are you close to around here that you see every day, that you talk to every day, that you're with every day, that you do stuff together every day? I mean, nobody. Right. That's another kind of connection that we don't have. But Whereas if we lived in a if we lived in a village of like seventy people, there'd be like five people you were doing like everything were, with. You, you would were, get up together, you would eat together, you you'd be looking work, out for each other's shields wait, wait, and I got you, spears, I got you, I got you. you know? At work. You see those people every day. You come to, you go there every day. You're working every day. You work together, hopefully to get out this thing that you want so that's sort of like that another connection that you just yeah that's that we don't have that's similar you go to work every day but you're not like it's all, you're not necessarily I mean, there's plenty of people at work that you work with that you just do work with and then goodbye like you don't even small talk yeah you know that well, whereas obviously. if you lived in the village together you would have like sit down conversation no, there would still be people where you would just small talk and not do anything with that's not necessarily true there would yeah, you would so have yeah, like if, that if, little uh, weird dude like that little uh, like that little person that everybody shunned you know way back if they're then, shunned they're not in the village no you know exactly what I'm talking about. There are still people that you don't go up to and be all goody lucky. You're not gonna like everybody. I don't know. Oh, why I didn't you're... say you were gonna no, like. No, that's exactly what you're hinting at. I'm not hinting I at just, it. I just no gave you, opposite. Gave that's you, you. I told you, I Kenny. Just gave you a relative. Kenny, you're wrong. You I said you How had to get along. I didn't wrong? say you liked you them. You have to get along at work. Otherwise, somebody could be fired. Right, and then they're gone. That's it. Next one. Like you don't care. Yeah, but what if they it's fired you? that guy? He sucked. What if it's you that's getting fired? Now you that care. sucks. <laughs> but that's totally different than the village. Ga- the, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm talking about the connection you had to have with like your blood and marriage family, like a thousand years ago. But how do you know the connection that you had to have with your blood and relative family? A I'll, thousand I'll years tell you ago one way. I'm not still around today. 
you're so adamant that it's not still around today, but how do you know? Okay, I, okay. I'm just telling you I'm that's sorry. evolved I'm sorry, form. Kenny. Back, back up, back up. I didn't say it was down to zero and didn't exist at all. I never said. You just did. And uh, I... Because... What I'm implying... I'm explaining to you... What I'm implying... How it is around today. Okay. At work. But I've given you other examples before that. No, you didn't. What other yeah, ones? I have. Okay, same again. I don't remember. Oh my God, B. We're now about to go in this circle. I don't remember what other connections you said people had that were so great, other than work. Phone connection. Oh, you can How, call. Yeah, you can. You can know. You can know stuff that's going on that may affect you. Today. Oh, right. We talked about. Yeah. It. I'm, no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. There was no other connections. That's right. what I'm saying. Like I'm bringing right. you connections. Okay. That's that when, when you said that that connection. I, we. I already said you're right. But that you we can call. But uh, that's different. And that's different. How is that different? <laughs> okay. Let me. Let, Let's walk through that one more time. Um, you talked about how we are connected in a way, like I can call someone from China, mm. something you couldn't do a thousand years ago. Yeah. I said, you're right. That's a connection we have now. I know. It, it's so different. So at that point, I sort of like forgot about the part of the conversation and moved out like, because we're all in agreement about that. We can move on. <laughs> and but we, we, we were able to so call. So when, when were you telling me that we were going to move on? Because I'm thinking you're it still It was implied by here. conversation. What? And that we moved on to the point where, although we have gained that oh, ability to call shit, China, yeah. we have lost the ability uh, or the connection. See, that you keep we saying have. we've lost an ability. I'm yeah. saying that that ability has changed over time. We did not lose it. Just because, just an example for now, just because, you know, people don't listen to rock doesn't mean we lost rock. It, or classical, for example. Just because people don't necessarily listen to classical means that we lost classical. It's just different nowadays. And people still listen to the old stuff nowadays. Just because it's not, you know, as prominent as it was back then. Because that's all you needed doesn't mean it's not, not around. Okay, and I feel that the, that that connection, especially in first world countries, has significantly weakened, and that we don't have the same connection to the people we should be close to. Um, as a result. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for changing your mind. Uh, no, I didn't. No, you definitely did. I just said that I feel we have lost that connection. No, first you said we weakened. you started with we didn't have that connection. And then I gave you a few examples where that connection was here. All right, let me state my point. Let me state my case clearly. Although we have gained uh, the ability to call China, we have lost the ability to be connected to those around us. We, that is it, not we true. Have no, that is, is so not true. I, I get that's not your position, but it is mine. See, see, where where you're where you're uh, differentiating, uh, and I'm differentiating is you keep saying that we lost that ability to connect to people around us, but I'm saying that's not true. Okay, so what did you want to talk about with the babies and the and the and the phones? I'm saying no, 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 no. What did I, I? I know what you're saying. You, you. Before we got on air, you were talking about something. I said, let's talk about it on air. Yeah, I don't remember. You don't remember about babies not being kids not being allowed to have phones anymore because it changes their brains. Yeah. Okay. That talk about that. 
Uh, it was your topic. You brought it up to me before we were on air. And I said, yeah, but this is nowhere near the topic that we were just talking about. Oh, th- uh, yes, it is. How so? Please explain why this is near the topic that we're talking about. Why won't they let babies have phones anymore? What's 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 the reason? Apparently, you know. Well, let let me. our listening audience. You, this is your topic. Uh, explain it to me again. No, but but you you just said it's relative to the topic that we just had before. I want you to explain that. Once you tell me why they won't let baby, this is your. I'll I'll make the connection for you. No, please make the connection. For you haven't brought up. You haven't told me why they won't let babies have phones anymore. No, topic. but you brought that topic up specifically to make a connection. Right. So after. why why so won't they? So bring that connection up so I can explain to you. Well, after. you got to tell me why, and I'll connect. Why why won't? No, they? no, no, no. There, there's no tell you why you're connect because I I'm not telling you why to connect. No, 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 no. Oh. I forgot about that topic earlier because you brought up your other topics, but now you remember. Because apparently it's gonna go into something that you're gonna want to. All right, so you don't want to talk about it. I'll so t- all right, I'll talk about it. Your topic, okay. Yeah. No. All right. So this is your topic. You you said to me that they won't let babies have cell phones anymore, uh, and I said why not? And you said because it changes their brain. Yes or no? Yeah. You can't just stare at me. We have a listening audience. That right? Because it changes their brain. That's what you said. Yes. Okay. This is not what I know for it to be a fact. This is what I've read. What you read, that it changes yeah. their brain. And I said, well, what do you mean it changes their brain? And you said... What did I say? Because they're so malleable. They're so young. Their brains are so malleable. But using the phone, it's changing their brain. And... I mean, yes, no, that isn't what you said. I'm still waiting for the pact where you're just going to connect this all in. Okay, I, so I under, how how is it changing their brain? We were already recording when I said that stuff. Oh, were we? Yes. Um, so just skip to that part okay. so we don't have to repeat the beginning. Uh, uh, all right, you, you can help a lot more by uh, joining the conversation, oh, but I'll, like- I'll just keep talking. Um it's it's my show after all. Uh, all right. So what is that change in the brain? Why is that a change in the brain? What's the change in the brain? You have nothing to add to this. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to bring that all together. The in. change in the brain is that they're uh, getting better at relating to the computer and the screen, but and worse at connecting with the human face. How with do the you eyeballs. know this, though? How do you know this? This is your assumption. Oh, okay. How am I wrong? I'm sorry. This is your topic, after all. What? You, you want to add something now, or just? No, no, no. You're, we you're, could just stare no, at each no, other for another hour and 45 no, no. minutes. You're I mean, saying, don't you have two hours to fill on this thing? Is no, this no, your no, fucking show? No, no, no. I Please remember, talk. I literally remember before on another episode, you you started coming at me with stuff, you know, like how do I know something? No, yeah. I, I'm coming at you with the same energy. All right, you got me. How so, do you know this? So, you got me. Go on. All right. Let's talk about Louis C.K. So, apparently, Louis C.K. is, you know... You're just tapping back. out? I thought we were just done. All right. I guess <laughs> I, I guess I won. It changes their brain, just like I said. Go on. Louis C.K. Well, one, no, you didn't. 
And two, how do you know? I mean, I could ask you that question. <laughs> if you want to keep not answering, then I'm okay with that. Ask me what question? How do you know this? How do you know for sure that it's changing their brains to a way where they can't communicate to people directly? Uh, because I read a study about it too, and I've seen other. By uh, who? But I don't. I can't cite you the source. I didn't come prepared like that. Mm. But I've seen it on several, and even people talk about that with um, um, internet dating apps. But are you that sure it's not? That they're great at uh, connecting with uh, the the verbiage, but then when they meet the person, that uh, they don't know how to read each other's social cues, they don't know how to talk to each other. Like it's all hot and heavy on, see, on the Tinder on the Tinder that's profile. That's a difference because one, if you never learn something, how can you? So if you don't know how to talk to somebody, how can you be confident in talking to somebody? So, right, yeah, that's yeah, my point about how but that's, that's the not, kind of connection that we're losing when basically all you had was talking to someone. That connection, we were strong at it. That connection isn't completely lost, though. No, but it's eroding. And I believe with kids, I thought this was your point with how it's changing their brains <laughs> and why they won't let them have them, that it was because of... So, they're, because, right, because they're not reading social cues. I believe that that's what you said. The babies are not no, getting social No, I never cues. said social cues. You didn't cues. say that? Yeah. Okay. There must have been something I read then. That uh, <laughs> it's it, the ability to read faces and such like that because there's so much on the screen. No, no, their ability to read faces and uh, like their it's re their reaction time. So when you see something coming at you, reacting quick enough to it, that's what's slowing down. Is keep going. Is that's, all, that's all I know about it. Oh, okay. So the reaction. So all that all that other stuff is. A and little, you don't find their reaction time slowing some way of dude, like. A but you forget, lesson. I'm also a part of this generation like i grew up with a phone so it's like yeah i understand where that can be for some people yeah i see it happening but that's not for everybody for example i had no problem you know what? i'm you know, yeah, I'm not talking about absolutely like, every last person but you but the theme the theme of it but i feel like that that's just because relatively phones are new so people didn't really know so far what to do now that we're knowing obviously we're gonna be more careful it's just like people knew not to smoke around their kids back they didn't know back in the day but now that we know people don't do it it's just like you have to change as time changes on just because something is gonna hinder if it's like something like human connection i don't think that's ever gonna go away because that's what humans use to survive it's like it it's what we do so well nowadays that's what the internet pretty much is it's a connection between two people or a thing and a person so, so you that think if you think the internet is a connection between two people please give us a call at 415-550-0551 the internet itself is not the connection it's just it's just a line that makes the connection I heard them say about the LA freeway it um, connects distant neighborhoods but separates neighbors and I feel the internet does a similar thing like you you can get in touch with someone in China which used to be so much more difficult but I think it has a way of pulling us out of knowing our neighbors knowing the people around us reading faces 
be having to suffer through boredom, coping with difficult people. I think those things are all being eroded. I don't think so. Okay. Um. All right, Louis C.K. Ah, Louis C.K. This is your topic. Right. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> Louis C.K., popular comedian, now um, popularly is he still a popular comedian. He's. I was getting to that. Now popular for all the wrong reasons. Um, yeah, popular is not necessarily uh, a good thing. A positive. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. Uh, perhaps infamous. From famous to infamous might yeah. be a better way to describe it. But he's still popular. I mean, go out. Let's walk. The next hundred people to pass by here. Heard of Louis C.K.? I bet you they all say yes. You know, uh, so he definitely hits a certain level of notoriety, at least. Um, but what do you do now? Oh, are you about so to we're talk gonna- about saying the N-word? No. Mm. And uh, while we're on it, um, you know he's Mexican. Yes. Uh, so, hold on. First of all, all right. Uh, we're, we're about to side note into this because yeah. uh, I really like how we side note into this. Um, first of all, <laughs> yeah, I don't care whether he's Mexican. He's white. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, Mexicans like, totally have. I mean, Mexico is like a huge country, yeah. big population. Just like we're not one color, Brazil's not one color. Fucking China <laughs> is not one color. You know what I mean? But when I'm, you're that goddamn yeah, yeah, big, yeah. there's all kinds of people there. So Mexico too has lighter skinned and darker skinned and and and, and African. White. There's Asians <laughs> who live people. there. There's white people. There. Yeah, because Europe, Europe was there. Yeah, and, he and, may be Mexican. And by now, the mixing is going on. So I get that he's white, but I'm curious where the black community stands on Um, Mexicans and Asians and uh, um, in general with the N-word. It really depends on uh, where you come from and who you're associated with. Like some preppy, some preppy, like. Any like any race, some preppy. So we get, uh, yeah. Okay, so you feel it's more of a class-related thing. Well, yeah. Well, it's not. It's not generally more of a class. It's like, so who are you around with? Like, if you if you you could be you know broke and come from the hood and still be surrounded by white people and not allowed to say it. You know. Yeah. So I get the white. We've already covered the white black separation and whites can't say it. it Now we're into the. When I say white people in that aspect, I mean white not as in a skin color, but white as in a culture. Yes, that's where it gets into. That's called class, a class related thing. Yeah. So like a brown guy who's rich doesn't have the same rights to that word as a brown guy who's poor from a ghetto, Um, been to jail, no rough life, you know. Well. If you're using brown as a African or darker skin tone, no, there's more people than Africa who are brown. No, no, I mean, yeah, I understand. Like there's much, there's well, much you, browner using... South Americans and much less brown South. There's much browner Indians and less brown Indians. Look, look, when you when you talk about and when when you say brown, that can also be like a lighter in that skin complex. But what I'm saying is that, for example, like. If you are dark skin color, normally you're not, you're pretty much okay to say that word because you are getting the same treatment regardless because of your skin color. But the lighter that you go down in that face, it really depends on your class for whether you can say it. It's just like Takashi 69 I mean, he's pretty cool to say it, but you could also look at Takashi 69 and understand that that's, that that's his culture. That's who he is as a person. Is he a white guy? 
Nah, he's Mexican. He's okay. He's Mexican. But as a white guy, you shouldn't be able to say regardless. Yeah, but he's a very light-skinned Mexican. Yeah. So uh, after the white black thing, the N word falls upon. I'm I'm talking about brown-skinned people. From from there on, it's a class thing. That rich and then poor, and that's no. (laughs) Did you not just hear? (laughs) I'm just trying to clarify, because. You said it was about upbringing. I'm clarifying for our listening audience. All right. I, I feel like I just explained this. I didn't so get at it. So at first, at first, it went whether like what you first have to look at. The first thing before you think of anything else is the skin tone. So if they're over a dark skin tone, so if they're if they are brown as definition of who they are because of how they are treated by society because of that skin color they are allowed to say that after that skin color after that you would have to then look at how they were raised and their class as the second like if they were if they're if they're completely white and then they're completely broke that's also that's something you still have to look at as in the second match because like there's a whole lot for example like you may be able to say it around your friends and not anybody who's not your friend so like there's levels well okay all right look everybody willy-nilly look everybody can say it in private no 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 what i'm saying is if you can say it to your black friends just because you say it like if you were in that just because you say it to your black friends doesn't mean you can say it to black strangers all right then uh uh all right so if so you, you can't might as well say not it, say it. Here's my point. If you can't say it to strangers, you can't say it. Um, uh, I, I guess I'm trying to clarify where Mexicans lie on can they say it. But I just and clarified you that. You did not clarify or I would understand. No, um, no, no. You don't understand because you're not. like. Because I'm not Mexican? No, no, no. Because you're not allowed to say it. <laughs> I know I'm not allowed to say it. But you wouldn't understand because you don't have like. I still understand, fucking. <laughs> I feel like I broke it down pretty easy. No, First, I know. I said, if if you if feel he black, broke it down very understandably, please call us at four one five 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 zero zero five five one. Um, no, because I, uh, 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 you you didn't. What are you? You what contradicted you stuff. But how am I contradiction? What what was the contradiction in what I just said? Um, that you could say it if you're brown because society treats you bad, but you can't say it if you're not toned enough or that it didn't matter what your tone was as long as you were brought up. No. Yes, yeah, no. I'm not understanding. I never said, dude, you, you keep switching my words. All right, I, it's, I, all, I it's all, it I'm not trying to trap you. I'm trying to uh, clarify. No, no, you're, you're, no, you're mixing up to make it confusing. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I, speaking. I'm clearly. mixing up because I'm confused. I'm speaking clearly. I'm not purposely first, not understanding. What you first have to look at is their skin tone. Okay. So if they're not, so, so, if you so can't slow look down. at them. Slow down. Don't just keep yelling it at me. Uh, uh, so skin tone. All right. So we're talking about brown. Now we're talking about shades of brown. Correct? No. Okay. So when you say brown, what I'm talking about is dark. So when you look at them, you know they're black. All right. I'm talking. I'm not talking about black people anymore. 
talking no, about Mexicans. I'm not talking about black and people Chinese and I'm talking about Mexicans, okay, okay. Chinese. Okay. When you look at them and they their skin tone is dark so that you in your mind think of them as black. Just like dark Dominican, just like the dark Spanish. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It, yes, skin tone first. Because they are treated just like black people. Okay, so as far as I'm concerned, to a, a racist American, they're already considered black and can say it. Yes. Okay, so I'm not talking about those guys. I'm talking about the brown ones. So then we would have to go to that second option. Okay, okay. That's why we be, lost each other. Which would be, how are they raised? So they can't. They so gotta that, be raised uh, oh. in an environment where it's okay to be just talking like this. You can't just go into this environment. Okay, that sounds like a class thing to me. That the environment it where it's okay. Uh, it is a uh, class thing at the second stage. Okay. Because no, like depending on your. Okay, class, that's you where you lost me when you're talking about black Mexicans who are Afro Afro Mexicans. But I didn't understand we needed to clarify anything with no, them. No, no, no. That that was already okay. You definitely need to start clarifying at the start. Like I said, white black has already been separated. Yes. Black brown is now separated because black people are they're all grouped as far yes. as a race is concerned. You know. So now we're talking about brown people. Now we're talking okay. about the lighter version of brown. Now we're talking about but we're starting with brown. And ending in brown, right? We're not getting white or black, just brown. Okay, now I'm with you. Uh, brown comes down to class, it sounds like, how you were raised. We're assuming that um, Mercedes Benz driving brown people, whose dad is someone important, is not allowed to say it. No. But so, okay, so that comes down to class once we get to brown people. Yes. Okay. 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 I just wanted to get on that because there's confusion out there amongst the brown people. But there isn't. <laughs> there, well, you- there might have been. Okay. Now back to Louis C.K., who is a Mexican, but he's not brown enough. Yes. Okay. So the fact that you gotta say that you're a Mexican means you're not really a Mexican. Look. I however, mean- <laughs> however, all the time people will talk shit and be like, uh, you know, about gay people, and someone in the room will be like, I'm gay. You know. Yeah. And then some people will be talking shit in the room about like whatever, and but it's like, is- hey, I'm Jewish, or I'm, you know, I'm Muslim. So sometimes you have to clarify because people. Are. But it's different when you're in the entertainment industry and you're figuring out whether you're allowed to say the nigga or not. By the way, okay. I don't think he ever did that. I'm doing it. Uh, he has done it for other. He has. He has done he, it for other reasons. He has. In his jokes, he has definitely said it. That he's Mexican. Oh no, no, he didn't say that he's Mexican. Right. I'm not talking about the N-word. We all know he said the N-word. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, because you said, you said, if you have to say you're Mexican, and that's the thing. I'm like, I don't think he's ever really said that as part of his act. He's mentioned it to people uh, for, for other reasons, like his life story, because he was well, born in Mexico City. Right. His first language first is Spanish. First of all, I, I don't even get on Louis C.K. so much for saying the N-word, because when he said it and how he did it was hilarious. And as a comedian, I sort of let shit by just because I am also a comedian. So if it's a joke and it's funny, I'll let it fly. So comedians can say it. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
You heard it I'm here not, tonight. I'm not so. I'm not. I am not si- so, co-signing to that. So at what you're all. saying is that they can what say I'm it, saying, provided it's funny. No, no. What I'm saying is I was completely okay with him saying it because it was funny. Now, if my neighbors, you know. <laughs> Thing number one and thing number I two. I understand. <laughs> I understand that you can't. I will be completely okay with them being upset. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I I'm, understand you can't. I'm just, yeah, I yeah, understand yeah. you can't speak for all black people. But still, you're the spokesman in, in this no. room. In this, in this <laughs> room. No, he should not say it. In this room, you're the spokesman for them. I uh, disagree. He should not have said it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, say it again. It's, it's but if he does, I'm not gonna be upset because that's just hilarious. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he does say it a bit much. Uh, anywho, um, all that really does is um, give him the perspective that he's actually a minority who who passes. But I don't think he's actually a minority. Well, he is Mexican. So when he's in a room, so he's in a room with all these other white people, and they think it's cool, and they start talking fucking mad shit about Mexicans. Part of him is like, see, hey, see, but that's not. I feel like that in itself. If you're able to be in a room with white people and then not consider you an ethnic that you are, then you're not that ethnic. Well, like, so, but you know the you uh, know the idea just of just because, yeah, yeah, no, I get, I get black I people who pass. Yeah, 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 no. So, I, I so it. they they know in their heart that they're black. And they're in but, that room that no one knows that they're black, and all of a sudden these white guys start dropping n bombs and making, you know, sambo comments. This guy, in his heart, I mean, he might be putting up a good front, but he's like, oh shit, this is how they really are. It gives him a perspective. I'm also, I'm also gonna tell you if uh, if I walked inside a room, you know, and I'm I'm about to like I'm just made it and I'm about to walk inside the a white room and they start dropping n bombs and start talking all that. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything either. Like, what could you do in that situation? Not that you're not going to do anything, but just the idea... No, I'm telling you, I probably won't do anything. Great. (laughs) I get it. So, but uh, uh, it's not that what you do or not do. It's the idea that um, he walks around thinking of himself in a certain way, and then he walks into this room... How do you know he doesn't think of himself as white? Because he, he probably does, but he also know. But still, you walk into a room, and all of a sudden, no one real, realizes, but and they start talking of, smack. If you think as your... So, my younger Why brother, Why are you right? fighting me on this? Because... Uh, you can't help it. <laughs> Look, my younger brother, right? So, he's super light-skinned. Yeah. He kind of looks like he's Mexican. Yeah. Um, Do people just come up to him and start speaking Spanish? I don't know. Okay. Because that happens sometimes people, you know, I, I have a Singaporean friend. Singapore is the Commonwealth of England. It's kind of weird. English is his first language. He'll go to a Chinese restaurant and they'll start speaking to him in Cantonese or Mandarin or something. And he's like, um, uh, you know, like, yes, I don't really speak that. Uh, anyways. But that, I want to know so, if you had that level of. No, he, he can't speak Spanish anyways. He's like... Not that he can speak it, but he's mistaken for it in such a way that they just start... Like, other Mexicans, like, if he appears to be... Uh, all right, go on. You don't know. You don't know. Go on. I don't know. <laughs> anyways, but uh, for him, he has, like... I feel like he thinks, in his mind, he is white. 
Yeah. You know, so he sort of moves differently. For example, if he was in a room where they did that, he would be okay with it and it not even seem like for me if I went, it would be weird, but for him it would be diff- it, it wouldn't be weird. You understand? Uh, uh, right. So, um but 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 you but get, that would be the same. Okay, as that's UCK. that's like a so your brother wouldn't care. That's fine. But a lot of people who like pass in air quotes, they 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 they, they get they get to peer behind the curtain in a way that they never had before, and they're like, damn, I had no idea they were this fucking racist. And it's like, wow, him too, but not? her too. <laughs> Uh, because you never until you get the full like oh I heard these they're kinky oh kinky how oh you know I don't know maybe they like their balls licked you know and it's like oh it turns out kinky oh no she likes being strapped down and whipped and like she's part of these dungeons and you're like oh shit oh how did you not know I told you she was kinky well I didn't know how like kinky's a long road I didn't know she was that far down it you know so like you you know everyone's a little racist but you never normally when like as a black person normally when you go into a room you expect them all to be racist regardless of whether they show it or not right but you sometimes are shocked by just how racist some of them really are I, I, I get you're putting this thick skin that you have no, uh, that you're so wise more, and you know so much and nothing shocks you but maybe you look, could have s- I never, a, a, a I never concept said that, that I n- other one, people one Stop doing that. <laughs> like, what? you keep saying that I'm saying all this shit. It's just how you feel, how you see it, and how I see it are two different things. Yeah. For you, it may be shocking, you know, and you may think it's shocking for me to see how deep it races, but you don't understand how deeply racist I've seen people. So you don't even get, you don't understand the concept of me walking into a room and them being mildly racist or over racist. As long as there's, there's, there's times where you have to think to yourself in certain situations, as long as I'm okay to be able to get out of here with my life intact. Yeah, no, you don't, you, you want to just sort of mold it off, but that's like, that's a difference in who we are. As a people. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Kenny. Good. So anyway, back to I was talking about Louis C.K., not Kenny Cloud <laughs> from the beginning. But you're the one who brought it up. <laughs> right. Like, Louis C.K. is what I no, brought no, up. No, no, you brought up the whole thing, and I was just, I was just saying that you know Louis C.K. may have that mentality where you know because he may think that he's white, doing, having him walk into these rooms and them saying that may be okay. Okay, no. so maybe, but I, however, from what I experience from his comedy, what I get from it is that he has the understanding of what it is to be an outsider and also has the ability to be on the inside. He has a perspective. Usually people just have the perspective of being on the inside or the perspective of being on the outside. And uh, I think that's what helped launch his career. It's what gives him such uh, great observations that he's in many cultures. He can switch easily from many, you know, he's able to pass. Uh, and, and it has given him uh, insight. And that's that's what I think the Mexican thing does for him. Because in his, I heard in an interview that he lost like all of his Spanish. You know, except what he learned in high school. Like, even though he was speaking only Spanish till he was like five. But then, like, when he moved to America, he quickly forgot it because no one spoke it around him. So apparently, this magical Mexican. <laughs> Not magical. 
But just the idea that he, you know, I, I think that's, he doesn't bring up being Mexican in his act that I've ever heard. Um, so how would that even, how would they even correlate to what he does? How would it correlate to like being a comedian? Just because he's Mexican, no, just because he's Mexican doesn't mean, you know, like that, that actually correlates to what he does as a person. Uh, I, 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 I. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. I didn't. You said because of his Mexicanism, he's able to see on both sides. Uh, I believe I said by being an uh, an insider and an outsider that he's (laughs) because he he was Mexican. Yeah, yeah, that he gives him a a a, a perspective, greater perspective. Yeah, I feel. But why greater? Greater, not as in good, bad. Greater, as in like thin. Wide. I understand what yeah. greater means. Yeah. But why greater? Because he comes from two worlds, not just one. <laughs> that makes no sense, though. So being well well traveled doesn't give you greater perspective. Yeah. Okay, he's more well traveled than. But there's a lot of other people that are. They also have great perspective. That does not diminish their perspective. It only. Uh, Grandized. But why? No, why does this make him greater than other comedians? Because he's from two worlds, and lots of others are just from like one. They haven't seen enough perspectives out there. I just feel it's one of the many things. Chris Rock. Chris Rock also. Yeah. All right. I understand now. Cause I, I feel oh, like why? Because it's a black guy? What, what, no, now no, you no. understand? Oh, now I understand perspective. Chris Rock. I should have said that earlier. No, no. I feel because what I thought you were saying is that it makes him more greater than other comedians just because of this. And I feel like just because. Okay, you're here's what. Here's a problem. Make... Here's a problem we're having with communicating. I get it. I get it. I'll say something, and you do that thing they did when Bush was president. Um. Um, you leap to conclusions. Like, I'll say something like, oh, I don't really feel that way. What, you don't support our troops? Who the fuck said support the fucking troops? No, Why but this I... is what you're saying. No, you'll so, say it. But I'm not... You'll say it, absolutely. So I say, say it. it gives him a great perspective, and you feel that's like some insult to everyone you else. You didn't that... say great. You said a greater perspective than other comedians. And then I asked you multiple times. Yeah. You feel like that gives him a greater perspective than other comedians, and you continually uh, said yes. Uh, 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 you said, uh, I get it. <laughs> you translated that sentence to mean he has the greatest perspective of all comedians. That's what you no, heard. No, I didn't even hear that. Okay. I feel like you'd have to give me examples. Like which comedians are you think that he is greater than? Uh, he's better than me. No, I'm talking about comedians that matter. No offense to you. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that's gonna carry a lot of water around here. Uh, no, I mean, like, y- you're talking about. It's hard to directly rate comedians one to one all the time. It's easier to sort of yeah. group them. And but I mean, uh, he's group? amongst a group of really high echelon comedians. Uh, but wh- who would you who would you put him over? Like in, like, 
I'd put him over uh, uh, what's his name, Rick Voss. I'd put him over Colin Quinn. I'd put him over, and and I can't say that that you know maybe they're from two worlds too. There's a lot that goes into being a great comedian: intelligence, timing, um, um, dedication to, uh, to craft, writing, working stage time so i can't say for sure that perspective is the only reason he's any good you know but it's one of the many things and by be having a greater perspective gives him one more quiver in uh one more arrow in his quiver other people have a lot of arrows in their quiver too chris rock is also smart and hard working and getting a lot of stage time put years into it all these things i'm not here to rank them as greater or less and well, just because i say he has a great perspective and a greater pers- i guess what i meant to say to be really really accurate he has a greater perspective than most other comedians not all of them he has a greater per- he has an advantage in that way other people also have that advantage <laughs> Some people don't have that advantage, but they're smarter or they've got more years in the business. Mm. Well, you know, that's just crazy. Anyway, this is none of the shit I wanted to talk about <laughs> when bringing up Louis C.K. I know. Uh, let's uh, let's go into a little break because uh, I need a sig right now and I need to figure out what's going on with our Instagram. Um, don't be be sure to check us out on Instagram at Black Candy Cloud. We are live and in control, and look like snails in a pl- in a blanket right now. But uh, yeah, we'll be back.
I just like looked at this guy and he was like asleep and I literally thought in my mind like I could literally stay here forever and that was probably like the best moment.
military. Yeah, that's why. You can I... find brotherhood elsewhere. All right, so back to let's let's talk about what I want to talk about with Louis C.K. <laughs> um, and try not to. Um, he's back out there trying to reestablish his career. What do you think about that? He's allowed to. I mean, everyone's. You know, this is. It's not like anything he did is all that great. Jerking off in front of women. However, I think if everyone was honest about their sex lives, they've done some things that are similar, <laughs> if not the exact fucking same. Uh, who hasn't masturbated in front of their lover? Uh, Either using the pullout method, or because you couldn't quite come, or they didn't want it in their mouth, or they wanted to watch just once, or. Wow, Matt. <laughs> Matt's Whatever. Bringing, <laughs> Matt's bringing up some freaky moments. I've seen... Uh, so you have never masturbated in front of a lover? Of course I have. <laughs> okay, so that's what I mean. You're like, oh, freaky moments. Have you done... Yes, me too. Okay, <laughs> freaky moments. Maybe they're not so freaky. Maybe everyone does it and it's not freaky at all. And, uh, and, nah. um, and there is a difference between what he did, even though it's certainly creepy, um, and what... You know, like actual what we, rape. What we actually do, or or um, feeling women up without their permission. Like apparently he didn't touch them at all. No, so he and a, didn't. And apparently he, he got permission. He now, did, now I get them. it. I get it. It wasn't like a lawyer there, contract signed. They didn't really realize what they were agreeing to. But she, the person who had it done, didn't actually press charges on him. It no, was, nobody uh, did because it's not yeah, a crime. It it's not a crime. It was public opinion that crucified him. Right. Yeah. So, so the idea that how could he take his career back? He didn't commit a crime. He just did something that, as we just discussed, 100% of the guys in this room have done. You know, and um, and uh, well, it wasn't under the same circumstance. Granted, uh, I wasn't at a comedy festival with another comedian, and I was a more famous comedian. Like all that power dynamic. Okay, I get you. Uh, uh, not to dismiss it, you know. I'd hate to be that chick watching Louis C.K. wank it. Um, but he well, didn't. She did want it. <laughs> well, there's, there was a number of women who did it, and most of them actually didn't want it. And they didn't realize what they were agreeing to, although he asked them in plain spoken English. Hey, uh, can I pull my dick out and jerk it off in front of you? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? I, <laughs> well, oh my God, he pulled his As dick a comedian, out. <laughs> when comedians talk, it's sometimes hard to tell when they're being serious and when they're not. And it's also sometimes hard to tell when it's okay to joke and when it's not retarded. Because they're like, some of them are like only funny on stage. And when they're talking to you, it's just fucking fact, fact, fact. Like they don't want any fucking guff. And, and there's a lot of ne'er-do-wells around So like when they're giving guff They're not actually giving guff They're looking for a way to weasel You know, more stage time or whatever <laughs> Power dynamic and all this sort of stuff um, But all that being said He didn't commit a crime He just did something weird And if that's enough to ruin his career Then But it wasn't Let's just But if that's enough To ruin his career Then everybody Stop buying tickets That will ruin his career 
Um, you can still go to open mics and all that sort of thing because that's just a low bar, low standard to be in. Yeah, I definitely don't think uh, Louis C.K.'s career is ruined um, by what he did. Uh, I do think it, it hindered his career a lot. Oh, it certainly did. Um, uh, I was just listening to his latest stand-up thing that got released, I think, without his knowing it. And um, he claims he lost $35 million in one day. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So, uh, everyone, everyone who wants to feel he should be punished, that sure sounds like punishment. And didn't uh, Louis C.K. have, like, a wife at that time? No, he was... I, I, I don't know about during every incident. But mm. once again, that's not a crime. Yeah. You know? No, uh, no, I think it would just... It would have been a whole lot worse if he was... Uh, put. He might have been married during some of those masturbation sessions, but he's divorced now, so anyone yeah. who has anything to complain about has already divorced him. Yeah. So it's, you know, um, uh, so that that being said, um, now everyone, uh, some of the mindset of the comedian is to attack that nerve mm. sort of stuff. Um, and, uh, Oh, you want to put me down? Well, take this. You know, there's a little bit of like balls snap back. You know, clap back, perhaps. Um, and um, so he came out recently. I don't know if this was like a real show, like people paid for, or whether it was like a mic or something. But uh, I haven't heard the whole thing. I don't know the whole background. But it kind of sounds like someone took stuff he was working on, so it's not all going to be genius, um, and filmed it and released it, and now everyone's judging him. How can he make those jokes? Oh, there's all kinds of horrible jokes we make as comedians mm. while trying to find the funny part, you know, trying to find the audience that will like it. Yeah. And so far what I'm hearing, we're not at the part when I was listening to earlier, we're not at the part... but. But there was definitely laughter in the clips that I've heard when he's talking about the horrible stuff. Like he had stuff to say about people being, you know, survivors of school shootings. And um, I feel that. And and there's Louis an- C.K. as a comedian, though, <laughs> he has earned his reputation about talking about things like that and being able to make it funny as a comedian. He earned it. And then he lost yeah. it, and now he's now trying he's to earn back. it back. And this tra- and this travel back is being kind of bumpy. But also, like, you'll tell a joke that kills in a room, tell the same joke that flops in the next room. Yeah. So a lot of the comedic thing, it, it, there is the impermanence of it. So I didn't expect you to tape this, analyze it, study it, restudy it. Like it was in the room. It made people laugh. We're moving on. So some people are blowing up this like uh, you know an art that's supposed to be a little bit you know the feeling in the moment with the people and um, grasping that and overanalyzing it. And once again, don't buy tickets. I don't know what else to tell you. Can he have a career? I don't know. Can he sell tickets? If he can't sell tickets, can't have the career. It's not like so. It's not like the comedy company still has him on the payroll as an executive. Yeah, I'm sure they got him out of there. There is no comedy company. There is no payroll. So the idea of like why, you know, and, you know, I think people are being overly judgy about like that wasn't funny. Like, 
okay, he wasn't funny. Don't laugh. He'll believe me. He'll stop telling it if everyone stops laughing. You know, and uh, but if people are laughing and you're the only one, like that's not funny. I'm gonna blog about it. This is insulting. You know, but don't. I mean, nowadays that's really what happens to comedians, though. Like right, and that's the chief complaint they're having. It's like it isn't meant to be analyzed like a fucking Rembrandt. You know. It's not meant to be, you know, not every fucking mic you do is meant to be preserved for all of time and gone over like scripture. But isn't that the difference between a great comedian and just a comedian? It also depends on venues. Like if George Carlin is at a mic working on new material, that's not the album he's releasing for all posterity. Yeah. Wait for the album he's releasing. That's the one you can comb over like scripture. But if you're just doing a show... Working stuff out, you're not ready to release your special or do your worldwide tour. That needs to be preserved and judged at a different level, at a different standard. If, if the best it can be used for is to show the progression of like the material, like this is the open mic level, this is the showcase level, and this is my album here, and see how it got better and better every time. And so that process what? of getting better and better is going to have a lot of flops. So, do you think that this leak just motivates him to do something better in the future? That's the idea, that you're trying to make a joke better, and if nobody likes it, if it's unfunny, if it's not relevant, um, you know, if it just doesn't hit, then it'll die its natural death, you know. A joke that never gets any laughs, people drop. Yeah. So, uh... What else about Louis C.K.? Well, um, it's here's something I'd like to point out. Kind of what he's saying about, like, the the, the gist of the jokes, kind of, is um, that um, the new generations coming up are, like, too weak and too vapid and too sensitive, and they, you know, they're too thin-skinned, and... Um, and so he tells a joke about them that they can't take, proving that they're too thin-skinned and too weak. You know, I know that these guys like irony and know about irony. That's irony, you know. I'm making a joke about how sensitive you are, and you're too fucking sensitive to sit through it. You know, they're, they're all blown up about, you know... Uh, it's a similar thing that everyone likes jokes about other people, but the true sense, the true measure of sense of humor is can you laugh at yourself? And, um, you, you know, so like while he was making fun of other people, it was funny, but then he makes fun of this latest generation or millennials or whoever he was making fun of, and they immediately turn to their blogs and their uh, instas and their Facebook. And wine that he was making fun of them, which is like that was his point the whole fucking time. So, and um, and I gotta say, you know, uh, I've been making fun of millennials for years. Where's my controversy? Okay, uh, where's my uh, blowing maybe you up? Should pull your dick out. Where's maybe? Yeah, is that what I'm missing? I'm not masturbating yeah. in front of other comedians enough. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, okay. I mean, to be honest... Touche, Kenny. That's good <laughs> career advice. No, it's not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's think that's the difference. I mean, I'm, like, locally known by the other open micers, so, like, big comedians don't know who I am. Mm. Um, as, like, the old man always picking on millennials. 
So, uh, yeah, how come I'm not blowing up like Louis C.K.? What the fuck? You don't got that Louis C.K. dick. I look a lot like him. I mean, I have the same skin tone and such, same general <laughs> coloration. Like Louis C.K. He's he's ginger like me. He's balder than I am. Well, he's definitely he's way bigger than I am. You. He's bigger than and I am. Definitely like, way he's taller than you. Taller and fatter. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we're the same if age. If you and Louis C.K. walk down the street, yeah, we obviously. Yeah. <laughs> if we tell, we definitely tell you guys Mark. <laughs> like no way, you know. Uh, you say that. <laughs> I've been mistaken for big redheaded guys before. <laughs> There was a guy around here who moved to New York, Matthew Banks, very funny comedian. Uh, people thought I was him. That They're like, you're not Matthew Banks? Different. And I'm like, dude, he's like 6'2". Yeah, no. 250. Like, that's just because of the name. Mississippi. He's got a... Matthew Banks, He's Matthew got a kind Burst. of accent, but we're so different. Anyway. Um, any... It's the Matt and Matt. Any Hujimowitz. Any Hujimowitz. So that's pretty um, much what I had to say about Louis C.K. So, uh, I see your red hat. Uh, do you want to, you know... Red hat, please. This is like magenta. <laughs> Coming from a guy that was just using brown in a conversation describing skin color. This might be rust. Oh, it's magenta. not a red hat. I don't want to get fucking jumped out walking around here. Red. This is not a red hat. You still get jumped. <laughs> I get jumped, but for, for the right reasons. Because you're wearing blue headphones. <laughs> you set me up, Kenny. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's all I had to say about Louis C.K. What else do you want to talk about? Want to talk about what I want to talk about? Um, Not really. <laughs> Man, my weekend was excellent. So I walked into this party, right? I just walk in because I've you know I realized, other people have parties. Go on, sorry. No. Yeah, no, I realize the best way to get in a party is <laughs> pretend you're supposed to be there and walk in. Nobody ever stops <laughs> you. Like it's crazy because I just look at like every person. <laughs> I don't want to be hella racist towards myself. I just look like a black guy at a party, so it's easier for me to just walk in. Than, you look like the entertainment. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, like, you look at like the next <laughs> DJ. I don't want to go that far. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go on. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So I just walked into this New Year's party. It was like 12 o'clock. I was fucked. Not 12 o'clock. Whoo. No. So it was like 1 like one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. This late, Oh, this is early. daytime party. Yeah, this is daytime party. <laughs> this is daytime start party. Let's not call it daytime party. It did it end in the daytime. Hmm. It did end in the daytime. The next day, that shit was crazy. Oh, fuck, man. Yo, I got so fucked up at this party, man. So, so they they had, like, firecrackers there. So, yeah. at, like, 11.58, everybody went outside. We blew off firecrackers. Like, fucking, they were doing coke. I mean... Yeah, you guys don't know where we are. We was doing coke. Uh, they were doing coke. They... <laughs> Uh, let's Allegedly. See. Allegedly. No, they were definitely <laughs> Go on. Uh, and then, well, the craziest part is, so, like, this, uh... Ooh, shit. <laughs> I was about to say that. So, this little person, right? This, uh, really little person. Uh, an officially little person. Like, really short person. Lil. Okay, a very short person? Because little person is what we no. call people of... <laughs> 
little person, but a shorter little person. So like a real little person. Yeah. Official little person. Yeah, official. Got it. Official. So this motherfucker just starts driving in the thing with like one of those kids' cars that I hadn't seen in like years. That shit was crazy. And this like it was weird because he had his girlfriend chasing him around like yo come back duh, duh, duh. i guess he had her phone and she <laughs> it was just driving around the party oh my god that shit was dope oh yeah how was your new year's so what was it a little a toy car or yo, like, it was a toy car <laughs> was he fucking with her or was he just no drunk no. as hell i guess was he drinking and driving? <laughs> he was definitely yeah, drinking, drinking and driving, big. <laughs> but it was inside, so he definitely. <laughs> okay, so not on the roads. Okay. Yeah, okay, no, okay. this was outside. They had a big fucking house, like that shit was crazy. Uh, yeah, I think drunk driving rules only apply on the road. That's what yeah. I was getting at. Yeah. Um. It was good. I went up north with my lady friend, and we went to like this retreat type area. Uh, I feel like you said this before. I was started to say it outside of Guerneville because I was saying how like New Year's is like the worst party of the year. Oh, yeah. There's all these checkpoints and other drunks and people way and everyone's like trying to get to like a better party. So there's actually a lot of traffic on New Year's at that time, mm-hmm. and tons of drunk people just jaywalking and shit. <laughs> and me and and I kind of want to just and I I've been trapped like trying to get to better parties and you end up like in your car at, at midnight like you like like we should have stayed where we were man you know like um now you got to make the easy decisions and sometimes I'll just go to one party and that's it and, but it was like I, I just as well stay home often I would have people over or I'm just going to be at my house if anyone wants to come here I don't give a fuck I'm not going to get involved in all this and uh you know, not 100. percent That's a theme. Well, when I had place oh. to be, um, but the idea, the right? idea, I wouldn't be out for New Year's. I'd be in somewhere, fairly uh. stationary, and um, so instead we went up north. We were in bed before midnight. You was, and your girl? Yeah, it was. We went on a nice hike. You know. Does she live in your before. van with you? No, she has a house. Oh. And. Um, you know, it was a nice relaxing weekend out of town in the peaceful nature. Mushrooms are popping up all over the fucking place. Were they the good ones? You know, I don't know enough about them to be hunting in the woods and taking my chances. You know, uh, some mushrooms kill you before yeah. you finish swallowing, you know? like Yeah, yeah they are. Uh, so you just see them all over. You wish you knew more about them because you'd like... Probably one of these is like an expensive edible one that we'd pay for at a restaurant, you know. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, probably half of them are, but then the other half uh, are fucking poisonous, poisonous and shit, you know. And uh, uh, you know, and if you do take a trippy one, it's like, oh, we oh, ate a what? whole mushroom. <laughs> Wait, a whole one? You're only supposed to have like, uh oh, oh, you're gonna get really high Ooh. here in the woods. I love those moments. Yeah, but um, and you're in the woods, so it's no. Oh, it's the woods are hella dangerous. It's fucking <laughs> cold up north. You're in the mountains. There's wild animals. It's, it's it's really good in the spring. It's Humboldt, man. You can fucking fall down a cliff up there. I know we were in Humboldt. I think we're still in Mendocino. Anyways, but you know we we're in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and um, you can get lost. Yeah, you can get lost, and. Uh, so, I actually have a compass with me now, so on me at all times too. 
So uh, anyway, <laughs> mushrooms are too chancy. It was just nice to see them. Oh, pardon me. And to see how many different kinds we were, you know, because we'd walk further down and be like, oh, wait, that one's like different color. It's yellow, oh, yeah, but not the yellow don't. that the other ones were. Or it's got more... Um, Oh, you were really about to die. <laughs> no, but like looking at them and uh, she knew this. Fuck, I forget the word now. Like ridges or something. Like, you know how brain has like uh, waves on it? A brain? Like a human brain. You see a brain, it's got like those waves on it. There's like a word to describe those ridges or something. That some mushrooms have that. Like some of them are like... Uh, flat topped and smooth the one the mushroom we all picture and some of them have like like growing out of like the side of a piece of wood they don't pop up the same way as a mushroom like a mushroom cloud similar to a nuclear and some of them just sort of like burst out and have like ridges on them and they look real gelatinous even though they're hard and it's like they have all these there's like all these ways to describe the formation of that were like so you'd see these like different kinds no idea man <laughs> no idea at you've all you've never seen a human brain in like a no no picture. I know what you're talking about but I don't and uh, ridges is the perfect word okay <laughs> right. yeah. she, I, I believe she, she, she might have said that but I, I just feel it was a, a, a more descriptive word <laughs> lobes maybe but anyway, so there's all these different like looks to a mushroom, like whether like the the skin underneath it hangs yeah. or not, how much of a tube underneath there is, the underneath whether it's got like this kind of look or that. The top has all these different kind of look, the coloration, the spots, the spots on the, and it's like there are thousands of ways to just like uh, 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 descriptions of them, you know. So after a while, you'd see like a new one that's like, wow, that one didn't have the same ridges as this one has. And it's like, so it was like a kind of like. So you were pretty much at a mushroom farm. Not really. There's way more trees and redwoods <laughs> than mushrooms. But you would see little clumps of them and popping up, and they'd be popping and bursting and such. It was like it was just. I actually uh, had a mushroom book one day. You got to get out of nature. Yeah, no, I love nature. Yeah, mushroom. It's like they're so complicated. Uh, yeah, and a lot, of, a lot, a lot of mushrooms. They look like the ones that you're supposed to eat, but they're actually really poisonous. Yeah, right. Like you got to like, be an expert. Yeah. There's lookalikes. Oh my god. Um, and the worst part is, like, there's a lot of good tasting mushrooms out there, too. Like, oh, fuck, man. Um, That's what I mean. Like, I know one of these is a gold mine. One yeah. of these, one of these would be fun. <laughs> some of them are just truffle. neutral. They're nothing. Yeah. They're just a thing. And some of them are like fucking oh, point. You know, and I, like, I wish I knew more about it because it's like, I'm positive we've got to, we were passing by. But that's also like, it's also a thing where, like, depending on where you are in the environment, if there's like good, you know, things around, there's probably more than just good things than mushrooms. So, it's like, oh, for sure. There are acorns around and um, a few nuts and stuff like that. I bet if I was a good hunter, there's probably some decent game meat out there. Mm -hmm. Probably some wild. And what they're eating in there is some feral boars we could have got that are just a nuisance animal. Mm. I like boar. Yeah, but you know. So it was nice, hot tubbing, sleeping late. Man, my parents are getting up there in age too. They're like sixty. Oh, you think sixty's old? No, I think my grandparents are pretty old. Yeah, that's more they're like. They're in it. their nineties. Yeah. That's more like it. <laughs> they're in their nineties. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty old. Uh, shit. But uh, no, they're they're still getting up there in age, you know. Which means I'm growing older. That means you're growing older. Yeah, but I'm not shocked. 
No, I'm not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a facade, guys. I, I've known I was always going to get older for a very long time. Probably when I was like five. Oh, at five, you suddenly realize that everyone gets older. And dies. Yeah. 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 So, anywho, <laughs> you want to talk about the government shutdown? Oh, uh, man. I didn't even know the government was shut down. I'm not even going to lie. Like, what changed? What's up? Well, let me tell you what changed. <laughs> um, for one thing, there are government employees who are no longer getting paid. Remember when a government job was like this very secure, safe, dependable job? <laughs> No. <laughs> there was a time that that was the truth, that if you can get a job with the government, oh, you'd at least have good health care, good retirement, good, you know, the government's always going to be the best country in the world. We're going to government. And, and then Trump uh, took over. Yeah, well, it's happened before with other government shutdowns oh, yeah. where some employees were like, well, it's shut down, but uh, we need air traffic controllers. Okay, so uh, it's not. we still have Ascension employees. Uh, well, I don't think if you're going to shut down, I don't think Congress Who is— shut a- it down? And why? Uh, okay, well, that's a whole other thing we can get in. We'll get to that. Let me get to that. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Should we get to that first? I feel most everyone knows that already. You're the only one who doesn't. Okay, why'd they shut it down? Uh, Over the border wall. Oh, which isn't getting built? Right. And um, because no one wants, because it's not funded. So Trump shut down the government. And everyone's like, "Um, you're creating this crazy, this is your shutdown. And he said, right, I'll be proud to shut down for for the border wall. I'll shut it down. So then he shuts it down. And then he's like, man, can you believe the Democrats shut down the government over the border wall? It's like, no, you shut it down. Over the... But he's like, no, 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 it's good. So uh, so in, uh, in like three days, he went from I'd be proud to shut it down and taking full credit and responsibility for it to uh, blaming Democrats for it, Democrats which I feel Britain. like hasn't he done this before? Yeah, but this time it's a lot more. I can show you every quote, you know. But we've could we. Well, I feel like we've done that before. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we've done it on other subjects, but this is one where he like explicitly says, "I'm shutting it down. I'll be proud to shut it down," and then explicitly says they. Shut and what it are we doing about it? Who's we? You don't even know what's happening. What are you doing about it? <laughs> like, I'm making jokes about it on stage <laughs> and talking about it on this podcast. Well, what I'm are the people very that clever, supposed to I'm making very clever posts on my Facebook about it. Very, very clever. Huh. Well, so what do you expect happening. me to do? I'm a handyman. I teach roller skating on the weekends, man. What am I going to do about it? So nothing's happening right now. I did not say that. <laughs> Big country. So there are all these employees... Who are not getting paid, mm-hmm. and there are employees who still are getting paid. So it's only a partial government shutdown. And um, so, who's not getting paid? Park rangers, for one. Ooh, that's not good. Ah, suddenly it relates. And uh, people are shitting in the parks 
all over the place apparently apparently i mean we have these parks that are like hundreds millions of acres of parks this fucking country and apparently the human feces there already is um staggering apparently (laughs) staggering uh, and as I said on stage, we've gone Lord of the Flies already. It's only been like a week, and the ca- it's like the fucking homeless down the mission are keeping it together better than that. You know, I mean, they do shit in the streets, but they're not. You know, it's only become a nuisance eventually, not immediately. You know, and um, so, uh, but. A lot of these guys are like some of them just love it so much they're reporting for duty anyway some of them are being required to report for duty even though they're not getting paid what yeah that's happening too why is that how is that because <laughs> that's the way it is man you have to report to work you signed a car whatever we're still you're being t- and you're being told right now by your immediate superior you have to come to your government job what are you supposed to, you know, at that point, you're definitely quit firing, uh, quit fired if you don't show up. Like, to, oh, you know what I mean? Uh, but there's also, oh, uh, people who are just straight up still getting paid for their government jobs. Uh, like Constitution, Donald Trump. Well, the Constitution doesn't get paid. You know what I meant. You mean Congress? Yeah. Yes. And uh, to me... That's some bullshit, right? Right. Uh, To me, the idea of our government being different, it being a democracy and all that sort of thing, what really made it different was that uh, there wasn't this class of leader. Like the king could cut off food to the poor, but he wasn't cutting off food to himself. And the idea of our country was supposed to be more like, hey, if you shut down the government and fire employees, you first, motherfucker. Yeah. So now that doesn't bother Trump. He's a millionaire. He doesn't, as I say, he doesn't really work for this government anyway. What does he care if it shuts down? Well, obviously, because he shut it down. (laughs) But if he, uh, so like maybe you can't hurt him so much. Uh, but the idea that like oh if it's shut down then um, so is your protection detail mm-hmm. so are so Mueller can get in there you so, know well Mueller can get in there anyway but like all right no Secret Service Ooh. no cooks Ooh, no I love that. no I love valet that. no guards at the White House how how long do you think Melania would be in there. Oh, Melania would be back in New York City. Like, fuck it, I'm Melania. You know, but like, what would Trump do? It's like, all right, government shut down. No more Secret Service, man. Maybe he wouldn't be so quick to shut it down. He sure shut it down over us. Well, the fact is, I feel like, and let's let me finish. We need this. Congress should also not be getting paid. (coughs) Well, first of all, (coughs) I also I agree with you 100 percent. Because I feel like if because they're shutting it down, everybody else is getting affected. Right. So they but need not to them. Uh oh. They need to get hit, and I feel like we should take this government shutdown until they get hit, so that they can learn better. But they're not going to get hit. They've already passed laws that they get paid anyway. So fuck it. Oh, they already passed laws that they get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But you don't vote, so. I know. 
but you do, so you must be really pissed. <laughs> yeah. The uh, they should be they should they should suffer. So what this. are you gonna do? I tell jokes about it on stage. <laughs> Just tell jokes. What do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to do? Vote. Why? Because I expect you to. Well, you voted. Right. And <laughs> nothing changed. I wouldn't say nothing changed. Definitely shit I voted for passed. Mm. And look where it's gotten us now. And you're blaming the... So you're, you're complaining of where the boat went, and you're complaining to the rower all the time not rowing yourself. Yeah, thank you. Got it. <laughs> Just, just clarify. I wasn't even on the boat. Oh no, you're on the boat. You're on the boat. <laughs> when this place breaks out into Armageddon, you're gonna somehow not be affected. Okay, you're right. I'm off the boat. You're <laughs> I'm a good swimmer. <laughs> you're on the. You've, we are near the ocean. <laughs> There's better be boats a good everywhere. swimmer because I'm staying on the boat. Um, so anyway. Yeah, the idea they should be citizen number one, two, three, four, whatever, how many, 700 of them there are, whatever. And they should definitely be feeling the pain of this shutdown. They shouldn't be able to just like scamper away because um, they this this wasn't something that really needed to happen. So for all those just because he's not getting there. just because he's not getting his wall the way he wants it, he should be negotiating you know, I thought he was a good negotiator. He should be do- politicking. Why do you, you ever think he was a good negotiator? He says he's a good negotiator. <laughs> he should be politicking. Somehow he should have knew he wasn't. <coughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't vote for him. <coughs> you did I. <laughs> yeah. Touche. So, um, you know what I mean? Like, they shouldn't be able to walk away from this. None of them. Uh, they should feel the pain, even though Trump still would not. A lot of the other guys wouldn't totally feel the pain either. A lot of yeah. them are independently wealthy. Enough of them would feel the pain. They'd be like, all right, we've got to do something about this. To be honest, I think the only way Trump's going to feel the pain is, uh, is if when Mueller arrests him. If. Perhaps. Mueller. But this government shutdown is having these ripple effects. I mean, these people are. I mean, imagine you losing your job, mm-hmm. and not because you're fired, because. I know this is totally make-believe, but like restaurants shut down. You know what I mean? There's a restaurant shut down over this political issue. Or our kitchen shut down. You know, all kitchens are... That would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> but, I would be so weak. I'm not even going to lie. I would be weak. Because uh, I'd be okay regardless. So how's your finances? Oh, but I'm not just a chef. But 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 you know but you see what I mean like that paycheck is gone yeah uh, but no, you're not, I get you so some people that paycheck is everything and like that paycheck being gone it's like hey wait a minute motherfucker so what should they do something but that's <laughs> having major ripple effects there's people who's um um but we know medical. it's having major ripple effects now yeah. what do we do something. Because it's over a stupid issue This border wall Which is like impractical Not realistic But if we don't know what to do If we don't even have a direction Where are we going to go? I don't know Kenny Maybe you could add something to this conversation (laughs) I have Which is? What do we do? (laughs) No, that 